everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 198. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Ahoy there, me hearty. How's it going, Phil? Oh, you know, fine. You excited that The Toys That Made Us is coming back? The Toys That Made Us, the hottest show on the Netflix. Well, certainly hotter than Arrested Development. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, that was a very very awkward new york times interview yes it was that was yeah kind of killed my enthusiasm for the upcoming season five but i'll tell you what i'm super stoked for season 1.5 of the toys that made us me too so we're getting so so season one eight episodes total the first four episodes have been out for months now Mm mm-hmm uh, covering the likes of uh, He-Man, the Masters of the Universe, uh, Barbie, uh, what were the other? Star Wars and G.I. Joe. Star Wars and G.I. Joe, duh. And uh, the new batch, the second half of season one, is going to cover... to the new batch. That's <laughs> exactly right. Any opportunity to slip in a Gremlins 2, the new batch reference. It's a fantastic movie. It really is. I friggin' love Gremlins 2. So, uh, 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 Toys That Made Us, season 1.5. Well, not, yeah, season, well, it's, no, it's just the second half of season one. Uh, very relevant to our interests. Uh, well, first, we have, uh, we have Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Right? Is, is, is it Hello Kitty or is it Sanrio? Uh, I don't know if they're going to do Sanrio as a whole. But. I mean, that that seems like a lot to cover if they were going to cover all of Sanrio. So I, I, could, I guess they're probably going to focus just on Hello Kitty, which makes more sense. Um, so you got that. And then, you know, I like Sanrio. Yeah. I, I like, you know what? Speaking of, uh, of great shows on Netflix and speaking of Sanrio. Mm-hmm. Agretzko. Yeah, Agretzko is great. Is a wonderful, wonderful little uh, short anime series uh, based on it's it's an it's an adult themed Sanrio show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks super cute and it is super cute, uh, but uh, it's got got a little got some cursing in it. I would not let my uh, six year old watch this show. He would also probably find it boring because it's about a. a, a a woman who works in an office. <laughs> of course, this woman is a is a red panda, and she's friends with like a fennec fox and a hyena. But uh, but that's a really good show. It's it's a short show too, so everyone should totally watch Agretzko. But uh, so you know, we got the we got the Hello Kitty. Uh, also, we got Star Trek. Yeah, I'm very interested in that. Episode. Which yeah, I mean, we we uh, you're a huge Star Trek fan. I I I love Star Trek as well. Uh, but, uh, my, my enjoyment of Star Trek does not come close to your, uh, love of the Trek. But we can both agree DS9 is. Ah, man. I finally, I finally finished watching all seven seasons of DS9. It took months, but, uh, but, uh, my wife and I, my wife had, had seen it already. She's watched DS9. She's been, uh, telling me how great DS9 is for years. And then you have been telling me how great DS9 is for years. And I finally said, okay, let's do it. So we sat down and we marathoned it. Deep Space Nine, so good. Mm-hmm. Best Trek. Yeah, it is. Best Trek. I love Next Gen. Don't get me wrong. 
I love the original series. Don't get me wrong. But uh, Deep Space Nine. And I'll say this. I was super skeptical going into it. I don't know why. I was very skeptical going into Deep Space Nine. Like, am I going to like this show? I don't, I don't know the characters. Uh, I thought the, the setting was odd because it's on a space station and not on, on a starship. So I, I wasn't down with the premise. But, uh, man, the show won me over and it won me over quick. Mm-hmm. Great show. So yeah, I'm very interested in, uh, the Star Trek episode. And kind of the focus of our little podcast here, uh, the, the final two episodes of, uh, the toys that made us, we got, uh, Transformers mm-hmm. and we got Lego. Yep. So biggity bam. And can you believe, Justin, the insult? They did not contact us at all to, uh, to, to take part in any of those episodes. Yeah. How dare they? Now I, I don't even want to watch that show. <laughs> Oh man. But no, I'm super excited. That um yeah, comes out well, geez, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. As 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 we are recording on May twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen, uh these episodes drop tomorrow. So I guess I know what I'm gonna be doing over this uh Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Watching some TV about toys. Yep. Awesome. Uh let's see. We got a lot a lot. A lot to yeah, talk about. Yeah, there is. There uh, is. Well, we'll do some quick hits first. Uh, first up, uh, Toys R Us. A bunch of their properties and IP are up for auction. If, if you were hanging on to any hope, the Toys R Us might turn around and say, oh, just kidding. They're selling off uh, their websites. Mm-hmm. They're selling off their logo. And oh, my gosh. Insult of insults. The saddest day. They're selling off Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yep. Jeffrey the Giraffe. Beloved mascot icon of Toys R Us is going up on the auction block. So. Yeah, the auction's supposed to take place in June. Okay. Well, um, what you and I need to do is we need to uh, start a Patreon. Maybe start a GoFundMe, and uh, we need to purchase the rights to Jeffrey so he can be the official points of articulation mascot now. That would be amazing. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, you know, I'm clearly not a lawyer. Uh, I am not a, 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 a business executive, so I have no knowledge of any of this stuff now. But if they're selling off the logo... Could another company purchase the logo and then... Open up a new toy store that's called Toys R Us and uses the old logo? Mm-hmm, I guess so. I mean, is that how that works? I don't know. I don't either. I'd like you to think what? it would be like an auto body shop that's just called Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I think there is um, here here in Washington, in the Seattle area, there's a, a chain of stores. And I think it's called like Car Toys. I've seen I've seen it driving around uh, town. I've, I think I've seen a couple locations, but I see a, a store. It's called Car Toys, and whenever I see it, I I perk up a little bit. I go ooh ooh ooh. Oh wait, it's like you know, like auto detailing right stuff. 
you know, but I, I just, I see the toys in the, the store name and I get a little excited for a second before I realize I just, I don't care about cars. I care about stupid plastic crap, <laughs> you know? So, you know, I should ask my wife, my, my wife actually has a law degree and, 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 you know, understands stuff like this. So she could probably answer my question, but, but yeah, I, I, you know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll see Jeffrey the giraffe, uh, selling, uh, mattresses at some local mattress chain after they purchase the rights to use them. It's possible. <laughs> it would be so sad. Or maybe Best Buy will purchase Jeffrey the Giraffe. Well, that's a weird thing to say, Justin. What 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 would make you say that? Best Buy is getting into the toy slash collectibles market. Are they now? Yes, they are. Well, considering I have no reason to go into Best Buy after their Gamers Club Unlocked uh, uh, program ends, mm-hmm. I can't see myself taking part of this, but... You know what, though? I have. Have you been been into Best Buy lately? I have not. Uh, you know what? Because I, I, as I mentioned, I'm uh, in the uh, Gamers Club Unlocked, uh, which is their they have Best Buy has this little program where you can, uh, you know, you, you pay a, a nominal fee. And then for like a year or two, you you save 20% on every video game you buy from them. So I was in there uh, not but earlier this week picking up my copy of Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 for the Nintendo Switch. And I did notice they have a, I mean, it's not a lot, but they have like an aisle with, um, you know, kind of like, like you said, toys and collectibles. Maybe um, they're going to expand it. Yeah, I, I guessing they are. I mean, their, their website, they have sections dedicated to it now. Um, but yeah, they had like um like Funko Pops that were based on video games, you know, like Overwatch and Destiny Funko Pops and At this point, I'm surprised I don't see Funko Pops at the supermarket. I know, right? Uh but they even had like you know like some Star Wars toys, like you know, like even some of the the Hasbro Star Wars figures. Um they had a a small selection of Lego hmm. sets actually. I think they had like some of the Minecraft Lego sets. Um, you know, and they had uh, some some superhero toys, some uh Infinity War uh figures and and role play toys and stuff like that. So, you know, they're they're dipping a toe in and yeah, I guess it it reports make it sound like they're going to be kind of expanding that market, huh? Mhm. Pretty crazy. They're going to be like uh, GameStop. Jeez, can you imagine? Can you imagine going into a store that's like GameStop, but also has washing machines? Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> like 50% Funko Pops, like 5% washing machines. Maybe uh, maybe GameStop will start getting into the uh, major home appliance uh, business as well. You can go in. If you, need a, uh, if you need a vacuum cleaner, head over to GameStop. Be sure to sign up for power-up power rewards first. <laughs> I couldn't help but noticing you're buying a dishwasher, perhaps a subscription to Game Informer magazine <laughs> to go with that. But yeah, so that's interesting. We'll see how that works out for them. Uh, let's talk about Lego. Oh, uh, you know, we love it. It's the best. Uh, something uh, cool. Something cool's coming. What's that? 
uh, this game called Overwatch. I've heard of that. By Blizzard. It's a very popular, yeah. popular game. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, you know what? I've played that game. Yeah? What do you think of that? I've played it. It's a fun game. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it's a, it's a deathmatchy type game. It's not really my type of game, but it's a, it's a darn good one. Yeah. You know, for what it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're going to make some uh, Overwatch Lego sets. That is pretty great. That, first of all, really unexpected to me. Yes. Uh, previously, Activision Blizzard had worked with uh, Mega Bloks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now they're now they're going with the premier bricks. You, you've tried the rest. Now go with the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's and it's weird too because it just does not feel like a license that Lego would pick up. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, kind of deathmatchy. It's not their yeah, it's not the typical Lego thing. But it's also very cartoony at the same time. It's True. not you know, it's not like a yeah, you know, like uh, Call of Duty or 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 you know anything like that. It's it's you know very lighthearted kind of game. The characters are iconic. Oh yeah, well and, and that's the thing too. And and you I, I, you and I discussed this uh, earlier in the week when the news broke because you don't really have any interest in Overwatch, right? Right. I don't either. But I'm really excited to see these toys, and I will probably buy the sets. Yeah. Although, if they're just construction figures, I will be way less interested. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if it's, if it's like the, like the Star Wars build of figures. Yeah. Hard pass. But if, I mean, if it's, if they're doing like sets, if they're building sets that are like kind of based on the arenas in the game, and if they have little minifigures of all the Overwatch, cause, cause I, I dig the character designs. I really like all the characters mm-hmm. in that game. So if I can get minifigures of, of all of those uh, characters, sign me up. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mosaic Maker. Tell me about Mosaic Maker. Okay, so Mosaic Maker is this service. I guess call it a service that uh, Lego has um, in Lego stores, in the Lego retail stores. In uh, right now, it's in uh, Europe. And uh, they've started doing it in Asia. And what it is, and it's, I guess you uh, you go into Lego store, and I I guess it's a machine. Maybe it's like kind of like a photo booth or something. I haven't actually seen the machines uh, in action, but you go into the Lego store, you pay a, a fixed amount. Uh, I think uh, it's uh, one hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, that's uh, that's the U.S. pricing. I have no yeah. idea how much it costs uh, overseas, but yeah, here in the U.S. because it's 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 a service. It's coming to the U.S. now. That's the big news this week. It's it's like I said, it's been in Europe, it's been in Asia. Now it's coming to the U.S. finally, um, and yeah, so you pay 130 bucks, and you get your yeah, I, you know, like I said, I, I'm assuming it's a like a photo booth that takes your picture, and it. Uh, uh, pixelizes it, you know, lowers the resolution, makes it look all blocky, uh, turns it, uh, grayscale, I believe, uh, or at least according to the, the picture here, uh, you know, it, it grayscales it. And then you get, um, you get a, a set, you get all the, uh, the pieces necessary to 
build a mosaic portrait of yourself. It's like a 3D Game Boy camera picture. Yeah, yeah, basically. And see, now it's weird because this is... This is not a new idea that Legos had. Um, back, back around the turn of the century in like 2000, 2001, you could go to Lego's website, to their, to their store website, and they had this, you, they had the mosaic thing. And I actually did it back in the day. Um, uh, Dana, my wife, who was, uh, you know, I was just dating her at, at the time, but, um, uh, I went, you know, they, they had this, uh, like I said, on the website, you just went to Lego's website, you uploaded a picture, you could just take a, a JPEG and upload it to the site. And then you actually got to, on the site, you were able to, to crop the picture, you were able to sort of adjust the, the, uh, the lighting and contrast to get a nice, uh, black and white mosaic picture of yourself. And, and at the time, you know, you know, again, this was nearly 20 years ago. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was only like 20 bucks or not 20 bucks, but, uh, 60 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. It was like half the price <laughs> to do it. <laughs> um, but you know, you would pay like 60 bucks and then a couple weeks later you would get in the mail, a big box that had a, a giant base plate and it had, uh, you know, a bunch of, uh, grayscale bricks. And then a little instruction sheet of your picture telling you how to assemble it. And I actually, um, I got, uh, portraits done of, of the two of us. So I have two of these, uh, Lego mosaic portraits already that, like, like I said, are about 20 years old at this point. But, um, yeah, for some reason they stopped offering that service on their website after like a year or two. And then the idea just kind of laid dormant and then they started introducing it as a in-store uh service and uh yeah and it's finally coming to the u.s and you know 130 bucks seems a little pricey for it yeah (laughs) you know for what it is um it it almost seems like i mean it would certainly be more work for you to just take a picture of yourself and open up Photoshop and sort of manipulate the program to mosaic it yourself and then just get on BrickLink and buy the necessary pieces. Mm -hmm. So I guess you're kind of paying money for the convenience, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's there if you want to do it. It's, it's a, um, the, the two portraits that I had done, uh, ages ago look really nice. Um, you know, they're really cool looking and, and, make a, a neat little conversation piece, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's cool, but maybe a tad overpriced for what it is, but, well, but I mean, it's great. You got to get one of back. your son now. Oh, jeez, jeez, You're right. I may have to do that. Ugh. 130 bucks. <laughs> uh, and right now it's only in New York. So, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're, they're, I guess, kind of rolling it out slowly. Uh, yeah, it's going to be at the, uh, flat, Flat Iron District Lego brand store in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are holding a pre-booking event. So you actually have to claim your spot five weeks in advance, uh, to get it, uh, set up. So if you are interested in it and you live in New York, 
just go to storebooking.lego.com and uh that will uh direct you on how to uh get your uh get your mosaic all prepared. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um let's see. Lego DC Comics Superheroes app controlled Batmobile. Yeah. It's like a RC, well, Bluetooth uh right. Batmobile. Yeah. That you uh drive around with your uh mobile device. It's kind of neat. It's, yeah, it's a cool idea. The actual build is kind of whatever. Yeah, the the I mean they say it's a Batmobile. Doesn't look like any Batmobile I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean it looks kind of like a maybe like a little chunky chibi-fied tumbler. Sure. Maybe if you want to stretch. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it doesn't really look like a a Batmobile. It's but is this the first time we've had an app-controlled car? Uh I don't know. It may not be, but I just thought it was kind of interesting that you know I I don't remember seeing any sort of app-controlled RC Lego cars. Mhm. But uh yeah, it's, it's kind of neat. It's like you said the build's a little whatever, but it's a it you know should be a fun toy certainly to build and then just to tool it around. Mhm. I like the uh bat symbol pieces. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh that's a new uh that's a that's a new thing that's going to be in a lot of the the Batman sets now. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you got a bunch of like just pieces that are designed to look like the the bat symbol. Um obviously it comes with a little Batman minifigure as well. Uh the set will be available starting August 1st with a price mm-hmm. point of $159.99. Woo. Pretty pricey considering it's 321 pieces. Yes. <laughs> I guess you're paying a lot for that uh Bluetooth functionality. Yeah, I just um, if if it were a better looking Batmobile, I'd be a lot more interested I, in this. Uh, agreed. Agreed. What else we got? Lego Star Wars Summer 2018 sets. Ah, cool. There's uh quite a quite a few of them. And uh I'm interested in these. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the, uh, Hoth Medical Chamber. Ah, yes. 255 pieces. It will retail for $29.99. This is just the little, uh, the medical room that Luke was in after his encounter with the Wampa. Mm -hmm. You got the, uh, the Bacta tank, of course. And then just a little sort of medical office facade with tables and chairs and a bunch of monitoring equipment there's a bed uh for luke to lie down on after he's uh recuperating looks like a little sink uh and you get uh well you get busted up luke in his undies mm-hmm. he's got a little uh painted on breathing mask with a tube and uh and yeah, his little his little uh, undies that he wears on the back to tank. He got Leia in her Hoth outfit. Yep, so she can give Luke a smooch. Yeah, oh baby. And let me see if I can remember the droids' names. Uh, we have two one B, the medical droid two one B. He's that kind of the blue one who's. It looks like he's wearing a little respirator as well. And then uh, the other one, which I believe is FX seven. 
I believe that's the name of the other droid. It's kind of a tall cylindrical, like uh, uh, 21B is a little more humanoid in shape. Uh, FX7 is a very cylindrical droid, and he has like multiple arms coming off of him. Uh, but if I'm remembering my own old Kenner action figures, those are the two droids. Hmm. So cool. There you go. I don't know who represents me in Congress, <laughs> but I sure is shooting no 21B and FX7. Uh, this set is, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you get, you get underwear, Luke. Sure. I like, I like underwear. I made brick link underwear, Luke. I don't know if I need the whole. I like 21B as well. So. Yeah, 21B. He's, a uh, he's kind of built like, uh, uh, one of the battle droid minifigures. Right. He's got the battle droid legs and the battle droid arms, but he just has the, uh, he has his own unique torso and head. So. Yeah. Uh, Imperial Landing Craft, 636 pieces, will retail for $89.99. Now, this is, if memory serves, this is the Imperial Craft that we first saw in the special editions of A New Hope. Yes. When, uh, when the stormtroopers show up on Tatooine looking for the droids. This is the ship that they CGI'd in the background landing and stuff like that. And it's supposed to have a bunch of stormtroopers in it, so. It's a pretty cool looking uh, ship. I like the design of the ship. Uh, this particular build is not that great to me. But. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got the, those kind of rear wings that are folded up and you just see the underside of the bricks and it doesn't look that nice. But uh, And a lot of stickers. A lot of stickers, of course. But uh, you get old Obi-Wan in this set. You get R2-D2. You get a, uh Imperial officer. And uh, you get a, a couple of sand troopers. Uh, you know, they're, they're wearing elaborate backpacks and their armor looks all dusted up. And uh, one of them is the, I guess, the squad leader because he has that uh, shoulder pad, that orange shoulder pad. So... Yeah. Yeah. You know, cool, cool stormtroopers. But yeah, you're right. The build's kind of whatever, especially for 90 bucks. Yeah. Uh, the advent calendar. Yes. Advent calendar coming, uh, again this year. The ever popular Star Wars advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, uh, stand out to you about this? Uh, well, spo- spoilers, I guess. Yeah. I um, mean, if you really want to be surprised with the advent yeah. calendar thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's some cool looking sh- I mean, I'm, again, I'm looking at these and some of these ships I can't identify. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, there's a couple, you got like the, you got a weapons rack, which you're always going to get. There looks to be like a little, uh, like a laser turret kind of thing. Um, but there's like a, there's a little ad at, a little speeder bike, a little, uh, uh, Naboo starfighter, which is actually kind of a neat looking. Little mini ship. You got a uh, Luke's land speeder, which is looks really nice. Uh, a little Tie Fighter, a little Jedi Starfighter from like Episode Two. You got Grievous' Starfighter. Um, actually, the one model that I really dig is uh, uh, Bespin. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my favorite. A, yeah, I mean they've done uh, what was it? There was a little miniature Ewok village uh, in the in recent years. Um, I believe there was a little mini Jabba's Palace 
in recent years as well. And now we're getting a little miniature uh, Bespin, Cloud City. So, and then, um, yeah, there's always some minifigures included. There's a battle droid, who cares? Um, IG-88, which is kind of cool. Uh, you got, is that a Death Trooper? It is a Death Trooper. From uh, from Rogue One, which is pretty awesome. Nothing says happy holidays like a Death Trooper. <laughs> I mean, it's right there in the name. Uh, you got one of the, uh, it's one of the dudes from uh, uh, the the Force Awakens. Uh, one of the, uh, the the kind of I don't know what they were smugglers or whatever that that uh, Han was doing business with when those two rival gangs showed up. Oh yeah, to claim their money. It's like it's like I even think like his the, the, it's the red dude. They, the, these these guys wearing red armor. They have a big red mask with kind of a circle on the the face of it. I think they're even called like a like the Death Gang. <laughs> so there's a lot of a lot of death in this one. Um I mean they're thematic at least red. Yeah. 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 Uh you got Rose uh from uh from Last Jedi, which I don't think I have a Rose minifigure, so that's uh kind of cool. I'll be getting her. Uh you got a um this uh, little kid. Do you know who this little kid is? Uh from the Freemaker Yeah. 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 There's a a Lego Star Wars uh, TV series, which I believe is on Cartoon, or no, it's on Disney XD, I guess. Uh, called like, yeah, the Freemaker Adventures, and it's kind of a kind of a lighthearted. I mean, it's a kids, you know, it's 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 aimed significantly younger than like Clone Wars or Rebels. Uh, it's it's certainly a kid series, but um, yeah, it's the little kid Rowan is his name. Uh, so you get him. Um, and there's another human, and the the picture we have here is you know it's not super zoomed. I I have no idea who this guy is. Hmm. He looks like he looks like a rebel pilot, um, but his his jumpsuit is blue. So I don't know is that is that like a like a B wing pilot or or something like that. I have no idea who this guy is. But he he looks you know he looks like some sort of rebel pilot, um. And then the uh, the the Lego Star Wars sets typically end with a couple kind of cutesy uh, Christmas themed, uh, uh, or or winter themed uh, builds, you know, like they had the uh, the uh, R two unit that was dressed up like a Christmas tree. Or there was a, an R2-D2 that was uh, decorated to look like he was made out of snow. Uh, so this year, the two kind of cutesy holiday-themed ones is there's a uh, little snowman uh, that's wearing a uh, like an X-Wing pilot helmet, which is kind of whatever. Uh, but then, <laughs> then the other one, it's, a, it's just kind of ridiculous, but I think it's kind of cute. It's a uh, uh, moisture uh, 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 vaporator. You know, like you would see on Tatooine, mm-hmm. but it's colored like a Christmas tree. Yep. It's all painted green and it's got a little star sticking out of the top of it. So I was like, that's ah, cute. It's silly, but it's cute. So yeah, not a, not a bad looking advent calendar this year. I will pick it up. Certainly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of cute. 
other Lego Star Wars sets include Anakin's Jedi Starfighter. Oh, there you go. This is, the, again, the episode two or three. Or actually, no, I guess it's technically from the Clone Wars cartoon, huh? Yeah. But it's that, um, you know, it's the longer, like, episode two or three model Jedi Starfighter. Are, yeah, are, episode wait. two. Is it? The, oh, yeah, because episode three had the the ones. They looked uh, more TIE Fighter-ish. Yeah, they had the, the little wing sections that popped up, and, yeah, they had the TIE Fighter bubble at the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the episode two one where it looks more like a like an arrowhead. Yeah. So, yeah. Boy, I'm just embarrassing myself with my lack of Star <laughs> Wars knowledge. Uh, 20 bucks for this set. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes with Anakin and R2-D2. Yeah. Uh, Snoke's Throne Room from The Last Jedi. Nice. Uh, I, I will probably pick this set up. I, I might too. Um, I know you are not a huge fan of Last Jedi. I am not. I, I actually, uh, quite enjoyed Last Jedi. But, um, what did you even, even, uh, did you like this scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This so, is my I favorite mean, scene in the movie, so that's why I would be interested yeah, in this set. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think most people would agree, even if you're not a a fan of Last Jedi, and and certainly there are plenty of people who are not. Uh, but that this was a pretty pretty cool and iconic scene. So, uh, but yeah, you get um, yeah, it's just a little throne room playset. Uh, comes with the uh, Snoke. Certainly, you have his his uh, chair that he's sitting in. Uh, comes with Ray and Kylo Ren, of course, and then two of the uh, Praetorian guards. Mm-hmm. So, um, I forget there were like a dozen of those dudes in the actual throne room. Right. So, so get on brick link, start to <laughs> start, start troop building these guys. So, uh, what else we got? Oh, a new X-Wing. Oh, okay. Yeah. New X-Wing. That's fine. Uh, two pilots, two astromech droids. So you can buy two of these sets. Have some uh, different X wings, uh, eighty bucks for that. Okay, and it looks like just judging by the pictures here, like it comes with a couple extra bricks, uh, like extra printed tiles, mm-hmm. so you can kind of have like different uh, like designations or something. Yeah, you got to really differentiate your X wings. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One of the pilots is Luke, and with R two, and there's a other pilot. Yeah, is it? Is it a, is it like, it's not Biggs, is it? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm, you know what? I think it might be Biggs. I'm looking at a picture. Uh, there's a picture of the, uh, X-Wing on display and it has the minifigures without their hair pieces on and you can get a good shot of the pilot's faces and one, uh, has that mustache. There you go. One has that little Biggs dark light, dark lighter. Yep. Is that his name? Yep. Biggs Darklighter mustache, so I think uh, I think that's Biggs. There you go. You got you got Biggs. You got Luke. Yeah, Luke and Biggs. So there you go. Get a wedge. Oh man. Uh, and, what else we got? And a Sandcrawler. Oh yeah, they're doing a new Sandcrawler. Yeah, it's not a big Ultimate Collector Series sized. It's, right. That was the the last one they did was was Ultimate Collector Series, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was several years ago, though. Huh? So this is yeah, smaller one. Um, I mean, it's still big. It's, it's big. still still a sand crawler. Don't get me wrong. It's hundred forty bucks. 
Okay. But it's it's certainly more affordable now. Uh you got Luke, a couple of uh a couple Jawas, and then a, a variety of droids. Yep. Yeah. Not not C three O C three PO or R two, but just like random kind of junk droids. Yeah, not even R five D four. Yeah, that's true. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh Powerpuff Girls. Oh yeah, they, they mentioned they were doing some sets a while back. And now they've been officially revealed. Yes. Uh Bubbles Playground Showdown, 144 pieces, retails for it nineteen dollars and ninety-nine cents. Well. Uh it's not really I mean it's not like a coherent set. It's just like there's a little slide island and then there's a little uh kind of what are those merry-go-rounds? Is that what those are called? Mm-hmm. Those little like things you hold on to and spin around. There's one of those. There's like a little lunch table with a catapult on it for some reason, and a little for food little... fights. But yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because yeah, there's a couple little sandwiches and a little thing of milk. You got a little uh, boom box, a little chest of drawers. I guess that's like, little. Kindergarten cubbies or something for them, but uh, I don't know. It's not a great set. No, it's not a great set at all. It's it's twenty bucks, uh, but you get uh, bubbles, and you get uh, princess. One of the uh, princess Morbucks, if I remember correctly, she's one of the the villains uh, from Powerpuff Girls. She's uh, piloting a small mech, uh, but you also get uh, bubbles, a little stuffed octopus, Octi, mm-hmm. which is kind of cute. So, uh, next one, uh, yes. Mojo Jojo, Mojo Jojo strikes. Yes. 228 pieces will retail for $29 and 99 cents. Yes. I will probably buy this one just to get Mojo Jojo. Right. So, um, unless I decide to just brick link Mojo Jojo. Because... I mean, you already have the Powerpuff Girls. Exactly. Got all those from Lego Dimensions. Um, yeah, this one comes with the other two girls. You got uh, Blossom and Buttercup. Uh, there's like a little uh, snack bar facade with a bunch of like ice cream cones and stuff for the girls to get treats from. Uh, comes with a little facade of a uh, jewelry store for Mojo Jojo to hold up. Uh, of course, you get the Mojo Jojo minifigure, which looks great, by the way. Yeah. He looks fantastic. He also has a, a little car. Like, it's a tiny little uh, red sports car. It looks like it's, like, maybe using pieces from, like, the junior sets or something. Because it's, it's just, like, a very simplistic-looking car for him to ride around in. And you get, uh, is it Donnie the Unicorn? Yes. Yes, he's a, he's one of the new, we talked about him on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's like a, a new character from the awful, uh, rebooted Powerpuff Girls cartoon, which is truly awful, by the way. I loved the original Powerpuff Girls and this, uh, reboot. Uh, my son has watched, uh, some of it and boy, is it stinky. Maybe just bricklink that, uh, Mojo Jojo. That might be the way to go. So, yeah, but you know, there you go. Uh, you wanted to talk about uh, Friends Summer 2018 sets. Yeah, I do. I I wanted to talk about a, a one specific set because yeah, Friends. There's a new you know, and we like we like the Friends sets. Yeah, 
Friends, Friends has some uh, pretty cool sets. I know we both purchased uh, the occasional Friends set. Uh, they have the new 2018 line, um, which uh, I guess it's kind of a... I don't really know if they have a sub-theme this time. Well, they have the um, go-karts, which we oh, talked about have, last time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they got the go-karts. But this, these sets are just kind of like... It's like one of their bedrooms... And like one of them has like a little recording. Uh, what's a? I guess are they all bedrooms. Like one of them has a bedroom, but it's like very music theme. There's a biplane, um, and uh, like a a pet store, pet hospital, or something. I don't know, but one of them, one of the sets is a set forty one three forty two. It's called Emma's Deluxe Bedroom. And uh, despite the name, it's not re- it's not a bedroom set at all. You're not actually making a a bedroom for your little uh, friends' mini dolls to hang out in. Uh, it's actually um, five different miniature builds of items that are in the the friends' girls' bedrooms. Uh, so you are building, and these are like I I you know like life sized. Sure. Builds? Close, I mean, they're, close they're, enough. Yeah, I mean, they're scaled for, for kids, certainly. Right. But but these are like, uh, essentially, you're building like a life-sized microphone. Uh, there is a uh, life-sized camera, a, uh, a trophy, a pair of walkie-talkies, and a little uh, robot. It kind of looks like Wally, sort of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have these uh, five... Uh, "Quote unquote life size accessories that uh, you build, and they're kind of like role playing uh, toys, you know. So, like when you, uh, you know, you can you can build these accessories and then pretend that you're hanging out in the world of friends. Sure, and it's it's. I just thought it was uh, super cute, you know that uh, you, know, you have these uh, kind of iconic friends accessories uh, being sized up." Uh, in builds for uh, the kids to play with. Yeah. And I might actually pick up this set because uh, that robot is kind of cool looking. Actually, I like the camera too. Mm-hmm. The camera looks really neat. It's purple, which uh, does not hurt because purple is the best color. Purple, good for Transformers, good for Lego cameras. True. So yeah, I might pick this uh, little friend's uh, setup. Also, you want to make yourself a little trophy. It says you're number one. You bet I do. You know what? I'm going to bring that to work. I'm going to put it on my desk. If anyone starts hassling me about uh, doing a subpar job, I'll just I'll just tap on that trophy <laughs> and say, Mm-mm-mm. you know, Phil. We've noticed your uh, your your writing has been really shoddy as of late, and you, you're getting your assignments in like two or three days past their deadline. And I'll just go Mm-mm-mm-mm. tap tap tap. It says I'm number one. You can't you can't hurt me. <laughs> That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. And then they'll curse you, Phil. And we, we can use those uh, walkie-talkies to talk to each other. <laughs> sure we can. I mean, and you know what? Uh, we sit at work. We sit about like 10 feet apart from each other, so they'll work. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be completely functional because I'll talk into it and you will hear me. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, Bricktober. Bricktober. Justin, why are you being so cruel, man? Yeah. 
Bricktober is Toys R Us's long-standing promotion during the month of October, celebrating Lego. And now you bring that up. You know Toys R Us is dead. You know it's going away. You know it's not going to be here in October. Toys R Us may be dead, but Bricktober apparently is not. <gasps> you don't say. Uh, according to the Brick Fan, there's some uh, rumored Bricktober sets. Uh, there's a Ninjago set. Oh. Features characters from the Son of Garmadon storyline. Okay. Uh, for uh, There's a Marvel superhero set. Oh. Supposedly Avengers Infinity War themed. Well, oh, my. Uh, War Machine. Oh. Wong, which I'm really interested oh, in. Oh, man. A Wong minifigure? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Tony Stark with Mark 50 Arc Reactor. Oh, okay. And White Wolf slash Bucky. Oh, man. So that's a really good set. That is, that's a, actually a pretty great set. Uh, seriously, though, in it for, for a Wong minifigure. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a, I mean, they had the Doctor Strange set and then you had all these Infinity War sets and, and one of them was the, the, the friggin', uh, 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 Doctor Strange house, Sanctum Santorum. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. The Sanctum Santorum. Yeah. I mean, there was a Sanctum Santorum set and no Wong and spoiler alert for people who didn't see Infinity War yet. Uh, Wong totally pieces out of like the big Thanos fight and says like, oh, I'm going to go back to the house. I'm going to go chill out and protect the house for a bit. Why would you not? If you're, if you're making a Sanctum Santorum set, in Infinity War, why would you not have Wong to sit around there and uh, just chill out and relax? I don't know. So, but no, I will. Uh, I don't know where uh, Bricktober is going to be held this year. Yeah, uh, the Brick fan was just hypothesizing maybe Target or Walmart or maybe Lego themselves or Amazon or. Well, I'll tell you what. I hope it ain't Walmart. Hopefully not, because uh, Walmart kind of sucks with these like special promotions like that it's true so uh the third set mm-hmm. harry yeah. potter oh okay uh madame rolanda hooch uh okay. professor horace slughorn oh. dolores umbridge oh. and Bogart snape oh okay that accursed professor umbridge mm-hmm. oh how i hate her but bogart snape trying to remember who madam hooch is i know she's one of the one of the teachers at hogwarts but i forget what she teaches uh but yeah slughorn he was uh he was in one of the later books and then the yeah bogart snape is like the the like construct of snape that that uh neville summons i remember that it's snape but he's like dressed like a like an old woman hmm. so there you go you know it's like the kids are the kids are supposed to be conjuring their worst fears or something like that. And Neville is afraid of Snape. So he, you know, he, he conjures Snape. And then, uh, was it uh, Professor Lupin, I believe? The third? Uh, yep. Lupin the third. It's a big crossover. Uh, had him, uh, cast a spell to put Snape in like, uh, grandma clothes so that he would not be afraid of Snape anymore. Something like that. I don't know. Speaking of specters, yeah, Lego Brickheads Ghostbusters, oh, Peter Vinkman and Slimer. These look great. Yeah, I'm definitely getting this. 
Yeah. Yeah, so you got you got Peter Venkman uh slimed. He's got he's got his uh, goo covered uniform and his uh forehead has got some dripping slime on it. And I really love how they dealt with uh Bill Murray's receding hairline. Yeah. In brickhead uh Lego form. That's a very nice touch. Yeah. And uh we've only we've only seen the front of him so far. I'm very curious to see how the uh the proton pack looks right in brickhead form but you can see he's holding the uh the the wand the mm-hmm. the the gun part of the backpack so but Slimer looks so cute Slimer is awesome Slimer looks adorable he's all uh, cartoony and uh as you mentioned earlier uh when we were discussing these uh he looks a he's got a little uh, lumpy space princess thing going on yeah yeah, it's very cute. Although I did, uh, as I pointed out to you earlier, you know, the uh, promotional image that Lego has released of this set uh, has, uh, uh, you know, you got Peter Venkman just standing there, and then you have Slimer hovering in midair, mm-hmm. as he would, of course. He's a ghost. He has no legs. But uh, I'm assuming that there's going to be, like, maybe a, a clear couple clear bricks or a clear little stand for him to stay on. Yeah. Because because the the bottom of him is rounded. It uses a couple curved uh pieces. Uh so if you set the slimer down on the ground, he's just going to tip over. Right. You know, there's no there's no way for him to balance, so. The brickheads always have those little bases, so I'm sure they have some yeah. way to attach it. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, definitely pick this up. Uh, there's some uh, Harry Potter brickheads on the way. Yes, uh, we talked to we talked about them before, but now we get to see what they look like. Um, Harry Potter and Hedwig. Yep, it's uh, fifteen bucks, so it's not quite uh, two full brickheads. You're getting like yeah. one and a half brickheads. Yeah, because Hedwig is he's short. Yeah. He's a little owl. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna spoil all of these and just say these all look really great. Mm-hmm. I I may end up getting all of these because they look super cute. I mean, uh, the Harry is these. Um, I I guess based on like the like earlier Harry Potter stories because he's he's wearing like the the like actual robes like the black robes. And he's got his uh, uh, Gryffindor-colored scarf. They did a really nice job uh, making it look like the uh, scarf is wrapped around his neck because mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's it's Gryffindor colors, so it's uh, red and yellow stripes. Uh, but it, yeah, it looks like it's wrapped around his his neck, and uh, uh, end of it's hanging down over his chest. Uh, of course, he's got his wand. He's got the uh, using the round glasses from the Go Brick Yourself set, of course. And then, uh, yeah, you get a little printed tile for his forehead with his iconic scar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, let's see. Hermione Granger. Yep. Uh, just sold by herself. Yep. Uh, looks, you know, she's she's got her little gray uniform on with her skirt, and she's carrying a book. The hair she's, is really uh, nicely detailed. Yeah, the hair looks really great. Just kind of, kind of that that sort of Hermione frizz. 
to her hair, uh, just in all the details. So looks nice. And a two pack of Ron Weasley and Albus Dumbledore. Yes, which is apparently is a Target exclusive set. Which you could uh, probably still get at Lego. Oh, yeah, probably. So, yeah, yeah um, Ron, uh, he's also wearing uh, his gray uniform. You can see his little tie. Uh, again, a printed piece. One of the nice things, as we've said about Brickheads, is they're always printed pieces. Mm-hmm. No stickers. Uh, Ron's got his Gryffindor scarf as well. I mean, the, uh, the printing is especially nice on Dumbledore. Oh, man. Yeah, Dumbledore, he has... He has uh, his robes and he has his wizard hat and both the robes and wizard hat just have tons of intricate little details on them. Mm -hmm. They look beautiful. I mean, it looks really, really nice. Just super detailed, super colorful. Uh, You got his his long white hair hanging down. You got his long beard. His mustache both look great. And I was very interested at how they handled his uh, his eyes, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, all the brickheads have those uh, the same uh, round eyes. Uh, they're black with the little square uh, white highlights in them. Um, and you know they they made the glasses piece so Harry can have his his big round uh, glasses. Uh, but Dumbledore wears glasses too, uh, but his glasses. Are are very thin rectangles. Um, you know they are not you know big and like like Harry's are, uh, but the way that they did these, I thought was actually very clever. Uh, his eyepieces, instead of just being the little round discs, are actually uh, one by two transparent tiles that have a little gold frame around them. To, to make the uh, the frame of the glasses. And then the uh, the eyeball design, just like, like I said, again, the little black circle with the white highlights, is, uh, again, painted on the, the brick. Mm-hmm. So it's just a transparent brick with the eyeball and frames on it, and you just stick those on his head. It's really clever. It, it is, and it looks really nice. Yep. Like I said, I, th- I think I'm going to... You're all uh, in. I, I think I'm all in for the Harry Potter uh, brickheads. Cool. Yeah. Are you all in for the Wizarding World Harry Potter line? Probably not. Yeah, me neither. No. Uh, Hogwarts <laughs> Express, 801 pieces, $79.99. Yep. Looks nice. It does look nice. Don't get me wrong. These sets look fantastic. I just, you know, I can't start buying another theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you get the you get the uh, platform nine and three quarters, and you get the the train. It's just, it looks like an engine and then a passenger car. Right. Um, comes with the uh, the three kids in their street clothes. Uh, comes with uh, Lupin. Mm-hmm. Comes with Professor Lupin. Uh, you got the uh, uh, the trolley witch. As uh, they call her, but, uh, the woman on the train who pushes around the snack cart. Right. You know, I don't, I, I guess that earns you the title Trolley Witch. <laughs> I did think it was cute, though, because it comes with a little snack cart for her to push around uh, to offer the kids treats. And it has a little, uh, has one of the little Lego frog pieces, but it's brown. Of course. A little chocolate frog. And, um, and a Dementor. You get a spooky-looking Dementor, which is awesome. 
uh, and uses the uh, the kind of ghost uh, uh, bottom piece instead of the like Lego legs. He has that kind of spooky phantom uh, lower half of the body. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, the Dementor looks really nice. And he gets scabbers. Oh, yeah, he comes with scabbers. It's the most important part of this. Ron's, Ron's uh, pet rat, who may be something more. Hint, hint. All right. Did you ever, did you ever read Harry Potter? I don't know anything. See, well, Harry, Harry what? See, see the movies, maybe? That just... That sounds dumb. The the rat, I don't want to spoil it for you, but the rat uh, turns out to be Saruman. Wow. Yes, that's the big twist. Uh, next set, Quidditch match, 500 pieces, $39.99. It's a cute set. It's neat. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you got the, the Quidditch goal posts, the three, uh, hoops on, uh, sticks. Uh, you get, um, the uh like the grandstands uh clearly based on the movie design the uh you know where the spectators sit mm-hmm. um i mean they're not designed to fit like tons of minifigures it's like you can fit like maybe two minifigures in each grandstand uh but there's uh, one for each of the four houses at uh hogwarts so they're just they're very bright and colorful you got the the flags and designs on there those are probably all stickers too aren't they probably uh looks like a ton of stickers um, but yeah, uh, when you get Harry in his Quidditch uniform, you get, uh, Hermione in her street clothes, you get Snape to, uh, I guess it includes Snape so he can sit there and look like he's throwing a curse at Harry and you got Hermione to save him. And then, uh, two other, uh, Quidditch dudes, uh, actually three other Quidditch dudes. Cause you got the, uh, the goalie, there's probably a more official Quidditchy name for the goalie. Um, and he's probably one of the named, I forget who I, I forget the name of the, the captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team, but it's probably that kid. I believe it's two, one B. That's right. Why didn't I remember that? I should know this. Um, and then, uh, you get two, uh, Slytherin, uh, dudes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to, and they're in their Quidditch uniforms. Of course, you get a, there's a little trophy for the winning team. You got a, a treasure chest that acts as the suitcase to, that holds all the, the Quidditch balls. And then you got a bunch of, uh, pieces that represent the, you know, the, the bludgers and the flebbles and the jibba jobs and <laughs> all the all the various uh components of a quidditch game i there was a time when i knew all of this wow i have my my harry potter expertise has uh diminished in in uh recent years uh but there is also there's a golden snitch mm-hmm. piece and it's actually like a newly molded piece like i think i think back when lego was making harry potter sets ages ago there was a golden snitch and it was just like a little one by one round stud that was supposed to, you know, represent the Quidditch or the, not the Quidditch, but the, the snitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's an actual little molded piece. It has little molded, uh, wings on it. So there's a little, little golden snitch piece. I thought that was cute. Uh, last up is Hogwarts Whomping Willow, 753 oh. pieces, $69 and 99 cents. Man. 
Yeah, so this, uh, you get a, a chunk of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a little, uh, little kind of corner piece of Hogwarts. You get a tower with a couple walls going it, over It does the connect with the other Hogwarts set. Oh, does it? Oh, that's cool. Okay, so you can expand your Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple couple rooms on the inside as well. Um, looks like maybe a little Gryffindor bedroom and then like some classrooms. There's like, you know, cauldrons and potions and stuff in there. It's, you know, tiny little facade, but actually looking at the uh at the insides there's there's actually a pretty decent amount of little detail in there mm-hmm. um comes with um the the weasley's car the flying car which was in like the second or third book i can't remember at this point uh when when ron and his brothers break harry out of the dursley's house in the in their flying car and then there is a uh, as the set uh, title suggests that it comes with a uh, brick-built Whomping Willow, which is the haunted tree outside Hogwarts that just beats up anything that comes near it. Yep. And there's a, yeah, I guess there's a little dial on the side. There's probably some gears inside it so that you can turn the dial and it causes the bl- branches to sort of flail around to uh, to to beat up the car and stuff. So that's pretty cool. And you get uh, you get Harry and Ron in their street clothes. You get Hermione in her uniform. You got uh, Sh- uh, Seamus F- uh, Finnegan, another Hogwarts student. Oh, you got uh, Mister Filch, who is the uh, like the the caretaker of Hogwarts, or like the night watchman, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you get Severus Snape and uh, Hedwig, little Hedwig figure, which is kind of cute. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get any of these. Nah, I'm not either. I mean, they look neat, but yeah. it's just not enough for me to uh to uh, purchase them. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here I'm reading I'm actually reading the description of the Quidditch match. The other the other uh uh Gryffindor Quidditch dude is Oliver Wood. That's the name of the uh Quidditch captain. Uh, okay. I I kept thinking James Woods. <laughs> Is it James Woods or James Wood? Oh, uh, I think it's Woods. Okay. Yeah, I know it's not sure. But I was like, I know it's not James Woods. I want to say James Wood, but it's not. It's Oliver Wood is the other dude. And then the two uh, uh, Slytherin dudes are apparently uh, Lucian Bowl and Marcus Flint. There you go. Who, you know, have no real bearing on the Harry Potter saga. <laughs> Those are just two dudes. Although I'm looking at one of them. Yeah, because they uh, all the Quidditch players, they all come with brooms, of course, to fly around on. One of the one of the the uh uh Slytherin dudes has a stud shooter built on the end of his broom. Hmm. He has one of those Lego stud shooters attached to the end of the broom. So I guess he can just fly around and shoot people. <laughs> Which What a jerk. I don't remember that in the rules of Quidditch, where you could just shoot stuff at people. But hey, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're they're cute looking sets and everything, and it's cool that Lego's making Harry Potter sets again. But yeah, I, uh, I won't be picking any of these up. Yeah. Transformers. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, new pictures of Masterpiece Beast Wars Megatron. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Yes. Uh, still in prototype form, so it's gray, but mm-hmm. uh, it looks really nice. Boy, and, it does. Uh, and yeah, the uh, Megatron's going to be a pretty big toy. Yeah, they show a comparison shot of the prototype uh, next to the Masterpiece uh, Optimus Primal and Dinobot. And he is, like, uh, Optimus Primal comes up to, like, right below his chest. Mm -hmm. So he's significantly bigger than Optimus Primal, and he's uh, even, like, a head taller than the Masterpiece Dinobot. So... It's going to be an expensive toy. A big toy. Big, expensive toy. Uh, it looks really nice. Uh, yeah, and the, uh, Megatron's got three faces, three interchangeable cool. faces. Nice. He's so got a... Uh, grimacing, smiling, yeah. and just frowning. Yeah. The smiling one is pretty great. <laughs> it's him going, yes. It, I mean, it is. It's it's him right in the middle of saying yes, because he's got this kind of uh, triangular mouth shape, and he's clearly smiling, so yeah. That's that's the face to go with, I think. Yep. Yeah, I uh, really like this toy, but I'm not going to get it because it's way too expensive. Yeah, I mean they they haven't even set a price, and you are already declaring it too expensive. Yep. And you know what? You're right to do so because it <laughs> will be it will be stupid expensive. Oh, Megatron will have new sound clips according to this TFW 2005 article. Really? Unfortunately, probably going to be the Japanese voice actor, right? And not David K. I wonder if they like have they released any of the the Beast Wars masterpiece toys in in the US? No. Hmm. So I was going to say like maybe they would record David K doing a couple lines but they probably won't even release this here. Yeah. It's too bad. What are you, what are your opinions or what is your opinion cuz you're just going to have one. What is your opinion on uh Transformers with sound? uh capabilities with with like sound effects and stuff built in um i think it's neat once and then yeah. i immediately take the batteries out because i don't want them to corrode uh, yeah i i um i'm not a fan i'm not a fan i um i i think because like some of the even the classics toys uh when when like the transformers classics line started had sound boxes in them and like when you transform them it would make the little transforming noise mm-hmm. or you know if you press a button and it would make like a laser shooting noise and stuff and i just i i i just i don't like it i i don't you know even as a kid i was not into really my toys making noise like i always i always made the you know, when i was playing with my star wars toys you know i i i made the you know, I was making the the X-wing shooting noises, and I was making the you know the lightsaber rooms, and and uh, when I was playing with my transformers, I'll admit it, I would sit there and I would do the as I'm sitting there transforming the toy. I would make the sound effects. Fair enough. I don't need the toy to do that for me. Uh, one of my favorite toys as a kid was a talking toy. Oh, really? It was the talking venom, uh, from Toy Biz. Is that the one? Because you're talking Spider-Man Venom here, right? Venom, yes, from Spider-Man. Is it? Is that the one that said, "I want to eat your face"? Uh, I want to eat your brains. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Eat your face? 
<laughs> what am I saying? I want to eat your face. That sounds like Optimus. Oh my gosh. No, you know what? Oh man. I want to eat your face. Can I can I do a quick uh tangent? Sure. Very really stupid and really unrelated to anything. I want to eat your face is the name of a song that is featured in an old Leslie Nielsen movie. Hmm. Uh that has been released under several names. Um at different points of in its existence, yeah, it was originally called uh, when it had its very very short lived theatrical release. Uh, this is like a you know eighty two eighty three movie. It's it's a it's an old movie. Um, it was originally released under the title "The Creature Wasn't Nice," and it's like a it's kind of like an alien parody, is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it was originally called "The Creature Wasn't Nice." And, um, and then when it was released on home video, they retitled it to simply Spaceship, which was, uh, at the time they were trying to kind of, uh, milk the success of Airplane, which is, of course, another, uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen, uh, parody movie. Mm-hmm. And then years after that, it was, uh, re released on DVD. And they changed the title to Naked Space. Hmm. Obviously, uh, trying to remind people that Leslie Nielsen also starred in the Naked Gun movies. Right. And I mean, that title makes absolutely no sense. Naked Space. Um, it is a really stupid movie. It is cheesy as hell. Uh, it is probably by all, uh, by all accounts terrible. But I, I watched that movie constantly when I was a kid because it was on cable mm. all the time when I was like seven. And it cracked me up so much when I was a kid. And again, there's a part where there's this, uh, this alien that is on this uh, spaceship. And you know, because like I said, it's a, it's a parody of the original alien movie. So it's, you know, a crew trapped on a ship with an alien that's trying to kill them. And they capture the alien and they have it in a little containment tube and they hook up a translator device to it to try and communicate with it. And then, uh, it, it, uh, triggers a musical number where the alien sings a song about how much he wants to eat everyone's faces. Oh, there you go. And like I said, when I was like seven, it was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> so, um, but no, Venom wants to eat your brains. But that's the toy you're talking about. Yep, that's the one. I never had that toy, but I have very, very vivid memories of playing with that uh, little sound box uh, like at Toys R Us. Yeah. Just because I thought it was great. It was so. It was- it was pretty uh, intense for a kid's toy at the time. I mean, <laughs> really I want to eat your brains and die, Spider-Man. Oh, man. It actually says die, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, but going back to talking Transformers, if they yes. made a movie style Optimus Prime that says "I am Nemesis Prime," <laughs> I'd be all for that. And speaking of faces, mm-hmm. you could also say "Give me your face." There you go. So perfect. See, it's all. This is, this is a well scripted episode. <laughs> it was all we were all we were working towards that. Uh, other Transformers, uh, there's a Walmart exclusive G1 Hot Rod reissue. Oh man, now that, 
Ah, remember when Toys R Us used to get all the G1 reissues? Mm-hmm. Yep, not happening no more. So, so Walmart's getting the old school hot rod. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's pretty neat. It's, it's got, um, apparently it's got some like new stickers though to add a little more uh, flame detail to it or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. It's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, like, uh, I don't believe the original toy had those uh, s- flames on the side of it, did it? Flames on the side of the car. <laughs> Everyone should see the movie Clue. It's fantastic. Watch the movie Clue. You wouldn't think a movie from... That's that's like mid-80s too, right? Yep. You would not think a movie from the mid-80s based on a board game would be any good, but holy cow, it is great. Mm-hmm. Wonderful cast, Tim Curry at his curriest, and it is hilarious. Really great movie. But uh, yeah, Hot Rod looks looks pretty cool, actually. It's kind of weird it's not Target Master Hot Rod. Oh yeah, that's true. But whatever. Maybe, maybe trying to keep costs down or something? I don't know. Yeah. You, uh, you going to get this? No, I already have Hot Rod. Oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. I do not. I have a. Uh, I have the old uh, Rodimus Prime from G One days. I never had Hot Rod. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had uh, Target Master Hot Rod, and then I bought oh, okay. a Hot Rod reissue when that came out. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I am. I am Hot Rod uh, free. Well, G One Hot Rod. Free. I mean, I certainly have the more recent Hot Rod toys, but right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably shouldn't get this. I don't need to be. Getting all into Transformer reissues. Yeah. I spend enough money on Transformers. I don't need to be buying the old G1 toys again. <laughs> but it's great, though. I mean, it, it comes, the, the the packaging it comes in is like the old school, you know, 1986, I think, was when Hot Rod came out originally. But it's, you know, it's the old school packaging and everything. Looks great. Mm-hmm. So, pretty cool. Uh, and speaking of exclusive Transformers, Walgreens exclusive Power of the Primes Rekgar. Yeah. Using the, uh, the deluxe, um, groove mold, mm-hmm. uh, the Protectopot groove turns into a big old motorcycle. So why not paint it up like Rekgar? Sure. Uh, he's got a new head. It's a tiny got, head. It is a really tiny head. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of clearance room in the, uh, for elaborate heads in the, uh, Power of the Primes. Well, the problem is, uh, Rekgar, you know, he has, he, he has kind of a big old helmet. Yes. On his head. You know, the, uh, the other Power of the Primes and, and Combiners Wars, uh, toys, uh, you know, they were all based on G1 combiners figures for the most part that did not have huge elaborate detailed heads so you know they could get away with kind of smaller heads but yeah g1 uh, rekgar had a, had a big old helmet on his head mm-hmm. but uh because uh they had to compensate for these small uh head clearances when you transform this toy rekgar's head got uh shrunk down a little bit i hope a third party makes a bigger head for this yeah toy. yeah um, what's weird is that, you know, he comes with a little piece of prime armor, uh, as all the power of the primes, uh, deluxes do, uh, that 
uh, trans like he can hold it like a weapon or wear it like armor, uh, and then it transforms into a hand for combiner mode. Uh, but he also comes with his weapon from his uh, like his uh, I forget exactly which line it is, but like the classics version of Rekgar. Mm-hmm. That came out a few years ago. I don't know if it was from the Reveal the Shield line or or what. It was what, probably but, Reveal the Shield. Yeah, I think it might have been, actually. But he comes with uh, that weapon, which was a, you know, it's kind of like a, like an axe sort of thing. Uh, but the, the whole point of that particular weapon in his previous toy was that it transformed into, like, a hubcap and uh, an exhaust pipe. Like, it was actually a you know, part of his alt mode. So now he just, it's just a, you know, it's not designed to plug into this particular toy. So yeah. it's just kind of random that he gets it, but. Some weapon. Makes sense. He's a junkie yeah, on. That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to say, I wasn't, because we, we had, we had heard that this toy was coming. Right. Um, and now we're seeing like official, uh, images from Hasbro. Uh, of it uh, and of the packaging, I wasn't interested in it. I might end up getting it now, um, mainly because it's a Walgreens exclusive, <laughs> so it's not so it's not going to be like a a super common toy, right? So I might just get it for that. Also, the toy is a lot more fun to transform than the Generations. Um, also true. Rickgar. Yeah, that that is that Generations Rickgar is not fun. No, it looks it looks really nice in both uh, modes. Gen, yeah, Generations Rickgar looks really nice as a motorcycle. Looks really nice in robot mode. Getting him from one to the other is a pain, and it doesn't feel fun, and it feels like you're going to break him mm-hmm. when you're doing it. And in fact, uh, he is. He's like his like that the handlebars tend to break like irreversibly break so um but yeah i I might just pick this one up if i can find it at a walgreens yeah so could be cool just to just to have him just to have him um i just want to talk about this whole last thing real quick neca mm-hmm. is teasing a box set of ninja turtles mm-hmm. uh seven inch scale 1990 movie ninja turtles in a box set nice uh yeah as uh toy arc points out uh it will most likely be a convention exclusive because the seven inch scale would conflict with playmates if they were released widely right um yeah kind of like what NECA did with the video game themed turtles characters they were San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they haven't shown off the figures yet, but they did show off the box that they're coming in, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the box just looks like a giant version of the old VHS box for the Ninja Turtles movie. Yep. Which is really outstanding. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, uh, NECA's doing those big movie Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they're really, like, they're, like, I think they're over a foot tall, right? Yeah, they're a quarter scale, I think. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah, if they do, like, smaller versions of those, that'd be perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do really like, yeah, the, the big ones that they did look great. Mm-hmm. So these probably will look just as good. Um, and yeah, the, the box is adorable and hilarious. Yeah. Um, I really want to get my hands on this, but knowing the, how much NECA exclusives go for on the secondary oh, market. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably won't be getting them. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, oh, you know what? I'm going to mention this too before we uh, dive into, uh, just the, what we've gotten. But, um, last episode was last episode, right? Where, uh, we had our big command runs. It was discussion. So everyone who listens to this show, you're obviously huge Commandron fans now. Uh, I know you are scouring uh, McDonald's stores, begging them to bring back the Commandrons. I know you've been uh, writing Commandrons fan fiction. You've been uh, making some Commandrons fan art. You've been uh, petitioning DC Comics to introduce the Commandrons into the DC Cinematic Universe. And more power to all of you. Thank you for your devotion to the Commandron's figures and uh, their mythos. And uh, last episode, I mentioned that I had, you know, gotten my uh, uh, set of uh, unopened Commandron McDonald's Happy Meal toys. And I said that I was going to bust them open. And I said that I was going to start scanning the included DC mini comics. I am true to my word. Uh, there are four comics. I have, uh, I have scanned the first two so far. Nice. Um, and it turns out, um, I was able to, to deduce, uh, what order the, uh, the four toys were released at McDonald's. Cause when you, uh, when you open up, uh, the packaging, uh, like I said, when we talked last week, they come on, uh, cards with, uh, plastic bubbles on them. Um, but when you when you open up the card and take out the toy and you take out the comic book, uh, the uh, hidden behind the comic book is a little uh, cutout collector's card of the characters, uh, and it tells you uh, what number they are. The cards are numbered one through four, and they are indeed uh, uh, the order in which they came in. So the comic books actually have a canonical order to them. Uh, so I have scanned the first two issues. I have placed them, uh, uh, PDFs of them, uh, are on the, uh, internet archive. So if you go to archive.org and do a search for commandrons, C-O-M-M-A-N-D-R-O-N-S, uh, search for commandrons, you will, strangely enough, you know, the internet archive has a ton of stuff saved on it. Mm-hmm. Tons of documents, tons of photos, tons of audio and video. Uh, if you search for commandrons, uh, the only things that pop up, the only commandron media that is currently on the internet archive are the two issues that I have scanned. <laughs> That's really uh, weird. I know, right? But yeah, if you uh, go to archive.org, search for commandrons, uh, you will find as as we speak, the first two issues, I'm hoping to get the uh, remaining two issues up uh, sometime soonish. Uh, but yeah, you can download. Um, they have a, a variety of. I I just uploaded a PDF, but I guess uh, the site converts it 
to uh, to different formats. So you can download the PDF. Uh, you can download like an EPUB version, uh, which is like a like a, a standard e-reader format. Uh, you can download a, a version for the Kindle, or uh, it's it's right there on the the website. You can just sit there and and click on the comic and read it uh, on the site. You don't even have to download it at all to cool. enjoy it. So, yeah. So if you want to read the uh, the the again, these comics were produced by DC Comics. Um, unfortunately, the comics do not credit any uh, writer or artist, hmm. which is kind of a bummer. Um, but you can uh, you can read the uh, comics, learn the stories of the Commandrons and their human friends, and uh, yeah, love the Commandrons as we love the Commandrons. And speaking of Commandrons, we played yes. with the classic Seeger mold. Oh man, yeah, we were talking about work, this we last Transformers because, of course, we do. <laughs> of course, we do. And uh, yeah, we played with the classic Seeger mold, and it works perfectly as yeah. Magna. Yeah, and I, I had mentioned to you, I had tried, um, cause yeah, Commander Matt, uh, Magna, he is a, he's a jet who turns into a robot and he, uh, uh, in a very ridiculous fashion, he does not have a face. It's just the, the cockpit and nose cone of the jet folded over. That's his head. Uh, I tried doing that with a, uh, combiner, uh, wars. Uh, jet figure like one of the aerial bots mm-hmm. and uh, you cannot do that you cannot get a cockpit head but uh, as you theorized last week and as you proved today you can do it with the classics mold mm-hmm. so i am super tempted because i i have uh commander magna the character the commander on character is primarily blue uh he just has kind of uh red and white highlights like his, his wings are red and then he has some white highlights on him, uh, but he's primarily blue. I'm pretty sure that I have an extra Classics Thundercracker. And I'm very, very, very tempted to go to a hobby store, buy some paint, and attempt to customize my own uh, deluxe class Commander Magna. That would be pretty great. I th- I I may do that at some point, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, so yeah, if you want to read uh, the the old uh, McDonald's uh, Commander on comics, uh, just head to archive.org and check them out. Cool. Uh, let's talk about stuff we got recently. I got something from Hobby Link Japan. Oh, very I got, nice. I got my Convo bet. Nice. That's a great toy. And yeah, we were talking earlier today. You uh, you do not have the Mind Wipe toy. Correct. Uh, the Titans Returns Mind Wipe toy, which uh, Convo Bat is a repaint of. Uh, it's a really fun toy. Cool. And is it really? I I, I have Mind Wipe. Uh, I I got Convo Bat as well uh, from that Hobby Link Japan sale, and it's a it's a fun toy to uh, play with. It it it's a fun transformation scheme, and it's pretty. It's you know it's a cool Beast Wars homage character. Yeah, that's and and the fact that it was on sale. Those two. Uh, factors <laughs> were why I picked this one up. Uh, exactly. I have not opened it yet. I just brought it home today. So nice. Uh, and that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Um, I just, I got a couple little things. Uh, I'll just blow through it. Um, uh, world of Nintendo, you know, those little world of Nintendo figures. They're like two, 
three inches tall, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I've collected, uh, there's a ton of them, uh, you know, and, and from several of Nintendo's, uh, game, you know, the Mario, Zelda, Pikmin, uh, Splatoon, you know, there's tons of them. Uh, but I've been collecting, uh, the 8-bit lines of these. Uh, they've been making little three-dimensional figures based on, uh, the, the sprites from the, the Mario, well, the Mario and Zelda games. And, uh, yeah, cause with this, uh, uh, Link, there's like Mario and Luigi, there's, uh, uh, there's a Donkey Kong, uh, 8-bit Donkey Kong. Um, uh, recently, or no, like last year at New York Comic Con, I believe. I think it was New York Comic Con and Entertainment Earth exclusive had a two pack, uh, that came with, uh, Mario and, uh, uh, Pixley Princess Peach, uh, which I had gotten back in the day, but, uh, uh, recently they, uh, released Princess Peach by herself which I ordered off of eBay. Uh, but yeah, a new, new wave of world of Nintendo figures came out. Um, I ended up buying just the whole wave from big bad toy store, uh, because they did not have a way to get the two eight. Cause there, there are five figures in this wave, two of which are eight bit figures. And they, uh, there was no way to get both of the eight bit figures separately without buying the whole wave. So I got a little Mario figure, got a little Luigi figure, those are, I mean, they're both cute, but you know, not what I was interested in. Uh, comes with a little, uh, star power Mario, which again is just, you know, a regular Mario figure, but painted in admittedly very cool, kind of shiny, reflective, white, sparkly paint. Uh, but the two 8-bit figures I wanted to get, there's an 8-bit Goomba from Super Mario Brothers and an 8-bit Bowser from Super Mario. Nice. So yeah, keeping my world of Nintendo 8-bit collection. Uh, going with those. And hey, speaking of 8-bit figures. Yeah. You know, um, you know that those Funko Pop vinyls mm-hmm. that we hate so much? Yeah. I got five more of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we rag on those stupid pop vinyls so much on this show. And I really don't like them. Uh, Except for the 8-bit ones that they're doing. Uh, I just, for some reason, those, those work for me. Um, yeah, so, um, I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, uh, when Alien Day occurred. Uh, Entertainment Earth had an exclusive, um, 8-bit Funko Pop of the Xenomorph from Alien, mm-hmm. uh, done up in a quote unquote video game deco. Uh, which means it's a, uh, all black, but with, uh, some, uh, bright blue and bright orange highlights on either side of it to give it a kind of a pixely shaded in appearance of, uh, like an alien on NES. And I had to have that because I'm a, well, I'm a sucker for these 8-bit Funkos, Pops. And I'm a sucker for uh, toys with video game decos. NECA did a lot of them. Uh, Funko did the uh, 8-bit pops of Freddy and Jason, which I ended up buying both of those. So I had to get that from Entertainment Earth. And then I broke down and said, well, I already have the Alien 
8-Bit Funko Pop, the regular one. I have the Video Game Deco one. Uh, there's a third exclusive paint job uh, alien 8-Bit Funko Pop, uh, the blood-splattered version. Basically just the regular one, but with little pixely green splotches all over him, as though he's wounded. Um, this is a PX Previews exclusive. Hmm. Um, which I guess means like, I guess comic shops carry it. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, cause you know, that's previews. That's, that's where, where, you know, comic stores get all their, their merchandise from pretty much. Um, but a lot of the online retailers, uh, are selling it as well. Um, you know, like the dedicated toy collectors places. I got mine from big bad toy store. I know entertainment earth carries it as well. So. So I got uh, two new uh, 8-bit Funko Aliens. And, um, you know uh, you know that new Rampage movie that came out? Yeah, you and I saw it. We did. It, I mean, it came and went pretty quickly. Yeah, it, did, it did, really did. It did not last in theaters for, for long. I, I don't even think it made a month. Heck, I don't know if it made three weeks. But um, uh, Walmart... Really threw in some uh, marketing muscle behind that Rampage movie. I, I, I think we've talked about on the show how they had uh, a line of exclusive Rampage toys at their uh, stores. Like you get action figures of like The Rock and other generic dudes and, and you know, figures of all the monsters from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that extended into a line of... Uh, uh, of toys based on the original Rampage video game from the 90s. Uh, there was some, uh, three different, uh, like Stretch Armstrong style toys, uh, based on the, the, the character design from the old arcade game. But, uh, Funko Pop did a three pack of eight bit, uh, vinyls of, uh, the three monsters. Again, based on their old 90s arcade appearance. So you got George the Gorilla, Lizzie the Lizard, and Ralph the Wolf in 8-bit uh, vinyl form. And, uh, yeah, Walmart exclusive set. Uh, I went to the local Walmart, uh, which is a terrible Walmart. It really and is a terrible Walmart. It, it really is. And, of course, they did not have uh, the toy. Uh, luckily, um, uh, Walmart's website, you can order it on uh, Walmart.com. I think it's like 25 bucks for the three-pack. So I got those in and honestly, they look really nice. You know, they're, they're really uh, cool looking. They have, uh, pretty nicely sculpted facial features and, you know, they're all kind of growling and grimacing and looking, looking mean. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, again, I hate Funko Pops, but those stupid 8-bit versions I find, uh, super cute. And my desk at work is covered in them. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it really is. I have, I have, uh, 15, 15 8-bit Funko Pops sitting on my desk at work. So. That's a lot. What does that tell you about me? They're on, most of them are on, I, I, I bought a little uh, three-tiered uh, shelf. I think it's supposed to be for like spices in your kitchen cupboard or something. But it's uh, scaled just uh, perfectly uh, where I can fit. Uh, oh no, wait, no, I don't, no, I, no, I do. I do have 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's perfectly scaled where you can fit 12 of them, uh, 
on it without having that large of a footprint. Right. And that because it's it's tiered like steps, you can see them all. So there you go. But that's what I got. That's it. Cool. Yeah. I think that is a show. If you'd like to reach us, you could do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash points of articulation, or email POAPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Got to eat your pails. So let me that